Welcome, everybody, to another episode of We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. This is the Unholy Trinity coming to you live from New York State, all over New York State. My co-hosts today are my brother Joe out in Buffalo, New York. Joe, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Having having a good time here having a good time and we have michael tucci mike tucci out in rochester area new york mike hi <laughs> how are you i'm fine i'm fine i'm i'm i wouldn't say i'm fine we're not fine today uh i have a. Uh... I have a bone to pick with Fafine. Yeah, you're so, fucked. I don't know who we're burning here. Yeah, we're fucked today. This episode is not brought to you by Fafine because this week we think they're bagging us because poor little Mike Tucci in Rochester. Guess what, guys? He can't hear his own voice in during this recording. Like, he's just going blind. He's just, you know, he can't hear any feedback. He, no side tone, as we call it in the business. A little side tone. You hear your own voice echoing in your ear, and it makes it a little easier to, to know how loud or how, you know, if you should maybe back off or, or things like that. So we're just going to have to deal with that because Fafine fucked us. Make could be Zencaster, even though we've never run into this issue before. I will say that Tucci went and spent the extra $10 on the more expensive Fafine microphone. And now he's getting <laughs> fucked. Don't get that one, guys. That one's, I think it's less highly rated on Amazon. The one that's the cheapest option. So I want to say it's 48 or $50. Tucci had to go. Oh, I'm going with the $58 one with the extra windscreen. And look what it, look where it left him. Left him in the dust. He just can't hear himself. He's like a just screaming into the abyss of nothing. It does hurt. It, I, I this this stinks. Um, yeah, stinks. But but we, stinks. we don't have time to waste to fix it out. It's just it's, stinks. It's, it's, it stinks. Well. Um, I'm in Queens, New York. I'm over at uh, fucking Queens. <laughs> I'm at, I'm at actually, to be more specific, I'm at the LaGuardia Marriott Airport Hotel is, is where I am, to be exact at the moment. I coming to Queens and New York in this area to work the U.S. Open Tennis Tournament, and in years past, I used to live in New York, so I was a local and would just drive to work um, and then rent a car and you know for a couple weeks and drive to work. And then when I moved away, I was put up in a, beautiful hotel in midtown and we would take a shuttle to work and then covid happened and so for the past couple years really last year was the year that they said oh you know we need to keep everybody close and in a bubble and they did this thing at the airport hotel this year they just said they just found out you know what it's cheaper if everybody just stays real you know they just everybody's staying sounds like you're never getting that back now Never getting that back. You know, this this COVID has, has ruined my job in so many ways. Uh, sort of, uh, you know, like no longer traveling to Australia anymore. That's being done remotely. Why? Because of COVID. We figured out that we could do it remotely. And it's like, oh, fuck. So another one bites the dust. That's why I'm here at the LaGuardia Marriott. But, you know, things could be worse. The world is, uh, you know, a terrible place with awful things happening all over it. And the least of the problems of them are me at a Marriott at the airport. Uh, so things are good. And uh, we had a big, big week this week in Office Hours live history. 
Um, the first, I want to say the first, I think, he, I think Tim did say, and I think I do remember they did some office hours live as some events some years back, but this is as a big show with the Holy Trinity, with Matt, with the whole gang, with the camera setup. This was the first big live show that the fans have been asking for. We've all been excited to hear it and see it. And it happened. They did a double banger on Tuesday, uh, an early show and a late show. And um, I wasn't able to watch live the early show, but I was able to to kind of I was kind of like back timed into the, the second show. Um, and uh, yeah, I was I think it turned out pretty good. It's not, um, you know, I wouldn't say it was smooth sailing the whole way through. It had its bumps and it's, you know, but it felt very much like an office hours live thing, you know, um, expectation wise, maybe, um, I don't know. I I think it was about where I would expect it to be. Um, If I lived in LA and I had the night off, I would like to attend. It seems like a fun time that it didn't, what I thought was strange was um, maybe the the lack of uh, really doing much different than they would do in the normal show, kind of. You know what I mean? It was like they just yeah. kind of just did the show live. What were you guys' thoughts overall before we get into the details on this this whole execution of the live show? Yeah, I like, mean, I you're right. You're right. It, it was very similar to uh, what you get from the studio experience. Um, and I guess there really there wasn't much of, of a difference. Like um, you know, Tim is is speaking to the audience directly. But other than that, you know, uh, the boys Doug and Vic and, and Matt they're just kind of operating as normal and communicating to Tim. So you know that really was like the main you know the main difference. Um, but yeah, I I, I, I did I, I thought it went well. I mean, I, I thought it was was well executed. Um, the fact that they added a second show late, you know, uh, late in the game. I thought it was good, but um, yeah, it, it was very, uh, very well programmed and it operated just like a like a normal podcast, I guess. Yeah, I would say the one major difference was like the crowd just being there and the boys being a little bit on the spot, a little bit more nervous in front of a crowd. Like it, mm. like Vic talked about it a few times of like I'm nervous and like his voice is a little quavery and and shaky and like just the atmosphere of like being on the stage. I feel like at one point they like kicked somebody out. It, like there was a different like energy to like their mm-hmm. whole thing. But, and I think that it really was uh, a, like apparent to me listening to it and then going back and watching it and seeing everything. And it, it just had this new energy, but it, it flowed like a normal show. I mean, and the guests were on par with guests that they yeah. would get. I, they didn't like go crazy, but I loved how, you know, it, it was this live thing and, and um, that there was live musical acts like that added so much to it. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, we don't have to get into everything at this moment mm-hmm. now, but fucking A, mm-hmm. like that was, that was yeah. so good. You enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the audience... Nice the audience. Oh yeah, Wise was unreal. Um, but the uh, the yeah, the audience reacting to the drops, you know, like I, you know, they're laughing along with me. It was was cool. Drops coming in loud and clear. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like. Yeah, they did a technically. I think they nailed it for some for some reason. I feel like they didn't cut the camera too much. It was either wide or on Tim. I don't know if they had less cameras than usual or if they 
didn't want to put cameras on the stage to maybe block the boys for the live audience, maybe that would be something I would address. The other thing I thought was interesting that we don't really ever see is them redoing a bit that we'd seen. Do you know what I mean? So like yeah, seeing them I, do things for the second time was extremely interesting. I, to I me. so love very... that because it was like inside the, you know, seeing the thing back to back or like hearing something. Yeah. That's a Patreon. Yeah. That was super interesting. Yeah. I, I that, so I noticed let's, that yeah, right we, away. We can talk about yeah, what so landed let's, the, let's the second time. And the, um, didn't. Uh, that, uh, it was fun. I thought things, yeah, I thought things, you know, overall, I think some, some things landed better the first time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting, but it's on them. So yeah, too. let's just get into it here. Um, yeah. The, was it the dynasty typewriter? They kept saying there was 1500 people. I was surprised how many people I, I didn't, I was, I was picturing maybe a 500, you know, maybe a thousand, but 1500 is a lot of fucking people. It's, and they sold out two shows. That's really good for them to have a show local in LA to be able to do that. So awesome um very early on in the first moments i mean it, tim came out strong i mean he was screaming they were like doing that whole like ah, well, did you yeah, like the casey Kasem? real the heavy casey Kasem, like introductions were like a highlight oh okay yeah even before that the casey Kasem introduction so like during the week i saw on twitter or something or maybe on, on instagram or something one of their socials they posted like a little teaser of that where they were like they must have some, there must be a Casey Kasem website or something, or, or somebody's generating that where they're just typing in what they want to say, and then Casey Kasem reads it, and it appears there's a Donald Trump one as well. Or somebody's just putting a lot of work into that, I doubt. There it's must gotta be, a, be Casey Kasem robot like the deep fake's got to have like an audio, you know, some sort of like voice modulation. Tucci, do you know about this? No, sorry, I don't want to go backwards, but the Dynasty typewriter sits about 200 people. So that... 200? Then. 200 200 oh so he was full of shit <laughs> yeah yeah so he was full of shit okay i had no idea he said it like three or four times so uh, but yeah that, that's, he said, that's, a, that's a bit it's a bit well 1500 is not that many it's like a strange bit yeah, like it's I not know. like I know. going for too many uh so i bought it i bought it hook line and sinker and he did it he didn't do it with I, I did not catch it either i did two i didn't people. catch it either like so <laughs> It worked. I mean, I, you'd have to be in the room. That's funny. Um, but, you know, honestly, when people were standing up for, like, the live performance, there's, like, there like, three people here, you know. They're blocking the whole screen. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I, I couldn't, you can't tell if you're watching something yeah, the way they okay. shot it, how many people are in there. I mean, you know, I didn't know if it was a theater, but, yeah, okay, 200, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's funny. Um but what were we talking about right before? Oh, we were Casey, talking about, okay, Casey, so the Casey, Casey Kasem thing, I thought it was beautifully written, very funny. Um, each each person got their own introduction that was funny, Vic, and then DJ Doug Pound, and, One, you know, that, you two, know three. in the mix, and, you know, they, he said a lot of the funny stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was good. Um, heavy Kasem, heavy Casey Kasem. I feel like that bot kind of, like, ruins a little bit of the mystery and the fun of Doug doing the drops and having to come up with the sentences on his own. It's like, oh, if we just can do a robot, have it say well, whatever the fuck we he want. He can now like sample exactly <sighs> what he wants like, it to like repeat. Like he can use that live take and turn that sure. into drops. Hopefully that happens. If, uh, if anyone at yeah. home wants to, wants to play around it's uh, uberduck.ai you can you can choose from uh, hundreds of, of uh, AI voices. Oh, so you know about Uberduck.ai. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you just search that out, or did you know about that? I knew, I knew about it. Yeah, I knew about it, and I, I'm actually oh, cool. like, 
a, a bit bummed at myself for not, you know, not using it for something like this and sending it into the boys myself. But um, yeah, well oh, played, yeah. whoever whoever did that. Yeah, somebody somebody did really well, and they. It seems like the boys must have said, "Oh shit, that's perfect. Let's just use the shit out of that." Um, they wrote those well, and those were funny introductions, and it got everything going. And what a specific, strange thing. Uh, for the audience and it's just another example of how this world maybe would not make sense to somebody who's just going <laughs> as like oh yeah I've heard of Tim Heidecker I'm gonna go to his show like you know it's just like you gotta know this fucking podcast to really get yeah. some of they were stuff, like saving but... that just like they were saving other things like they they could have used that at any time but they used it for this like because they, they needed I wonder I wonder if they knew some, about it some I good wonder bits. if they knew about it seems like if they it seems like if they, they knew about it they could be using it live or, you know, like during, during shows, they could like be typing in like actual responses. Doug could be typing them in and then Tim could ask a question. Well, he could give a really, I, if he could know, have like, actually been, been doing that with the Casey Kasem in the last few times. If you wanted to get very specific like things, cause I don't know how available are all those. Yeah, but I don't clips. think he was, he was, he, he was, he was using like the, well, I mean, you basically, it sounds like this website is like a drop creating service, oh you know, that you yeah, can just have everybody, if you have every word that all these people use, like, that's that's pretty fun. Um, so, very early in the show, somebody got kicked out, um, which was a strange energy to begin. I couldn't tell. We got a troll in the show. We Could you hear it? We still don't really know what it was, but uh, couldn't little... hear what it was. We did. We did find out on the Discord. It looks that looks like that Matt wrote a little message. He wrote uh, just to clarify some of the speculation about the disruption at the first show. Yes, same person who's been harassing Vera and others in our universe. He disrupted the show by yelling. Tim recognized him quickly. Kind of harder to do than it seems with stage lights in our eyes. Venue staff asked him to leave, and he did so immediately. And that was just the early show. LOL. So they got a guy. I don't. Do you know about this guy, Tooch? Well, no, I, I don't know more than than what you read there from the Discord. Uh, you don't know him channel. from the YouTube chats or anything. No, but I wonder if this. Do Do you think this is the same person that Brent Weinbach uh, Weinbach has has brought up in the Poundcast hmm. before? You know, he he brought up someone harassing him. Um, I think if three or four episodes I, ago, I recall that. Um, yeah, and is I, that uh, the same name, Vera? I don't know. I, 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 well, I don't no, know. no. Vera is Vera Drew, and oh. this person's been harassing okay. her. That's that's what that is. But um, but yeah, I, I it it sounds like it could be the same. Per- I mean, I, my goodness, I hope there's sure. not more than one person that's doing this. Um, but yeah, it's well, a, it's a pretty pretty deep deep uh, issue here. Um, kind of a bummer. They have enough of a fo- they have enough of a following now, enough of a culty little following that you're gonna get trolls and like this is what happens like i'm in a couple of these subculture worlds that are not this now and i'm learning myself about this kind of stuff and there's just people out there it's so weird and horrible that people just go out of their way to do mean things that like they and it's like for this for this person to show up live at the show is very insane you know that makes me that scares you a little bit it's like trolling if you're taking the, it to, to that level, because usually this is this is usually hide behind the keyboard stuff like this is hide behind the keyboard anonymous. I can say whatever I want. I can make memes. I can do all this stuff and be mean and nobody will ever know who I am. But for him yeah. to show up as an actual person, it's like, I don't know, you kind of want to like chase him down and, you know, either, like, either he you wants know, attention bust and wants to bit. get 
famous off of like and get in you know brought into it somehow or you know like, like right now we're talking about it so we're spending time and this is what he wants possibly so let's just move on yeah i mean i, I I'm, yeah, we can move on. I, um, I'm assuming this person's, you know, probably not mentally stable as well. So sure, there's, there's sure. No, that. so I, I just want to say that it's scary, and you know, everybody be, you know, just you know, look out and try to be positive. And I'm glad they. It was good that Tim like didn't. I mean, Tim's the type of guy that might engage with that kind of thing. Just you know, like oh, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like. But instead, he was just like, "Let's get him out of here and move on." Like, didn't hesitate. Just said, oh, "Fuck you, you might get lovingly." Maybe wrong with that guy. Let's get him out and let's move on. Fuck you, you might get lovingly. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, oh, you know, you just never know. Yeah, sure. That's that might be too much. Yeah. Um, we started with the email, the old email in the morning. Um, uh, so let's just get down to it. Have either of you guys gotten this email or something similar? No. Okay. Well, no, Joe? no, I haven't. I've gotten many other things, but no. not okay. That. Yeah. Okay. I got this email. Not the same exact one, but I did get one. And uh, it was, I had a similar experience to Tim. I'll tell you when mine came. Mine came the morning that I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and I was waking up the day I was going to go perform with this band on the stage, I was doing sitting in and doing like a kind of a comedy dance thing on stage in front of a bunch of people in the morning. I woke up in Phoenix and I get this email and it's like Tim said, it's very legit. It's like, looks like, you know, Gmail doesn't catch it. It looks like a normal name. It doesn't look fucked up or anything. It's just an actual email. I mean, the, the, then the, the writing and shit is all fucked up. And I panicked for a moment. I was like freaking out. And I have one friend who's kind of like a, you know, more like, you know, just like, you know, he's on Reddit and he's just like on all of the current stuff. And I was like, I immediately hit him up. I'm like, dude, what is this shit? Because I was Googling it and it wasn't it wasn't clearly like a, oh, yeah, this is like a copy pasted scam that everybody gets. It was like, you know, each one is specific and different. It does turn out, obviously, that it is just a, a scam thing. Um my friend thought, okay, somebody's, you know, watching your growth on Instagram or something. And like, they're just, or they, you know, they're getting a little sniff that you're in the newspaper or whatever it was. And they're, they're going after you. Like the second you hit some sort of little tier of any kind of noticeability online, uh, then, you know, tracking clicks or searches or something they're you know, then they're attacking you. So, but I freaked out for the same thing for about, you know, 45 minutes or an hour. I was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? I was not turning it into a comedy bit. You know, Tim, uh, somehow spun that and made that very funny. And, um, for like, for me, it was just a very different experience listening to it because I've been through it. So it was surreal for me. And I only know, I know a couple other people, the same friend that I asked about it a couple weeks later, got it himself and sent me a screenshot and was like, haha, like got me too. And it was like, okay, good. I'm glad, you know, glad it's just going around. And Tim asked the audience, and I think a few, a few people must have gotten it there. It's clever. Well. So <laughs> it's, a, it's clever, dude. It, it, it's clever. You know, um, everybody's, uh, you, you know, know, worried about that same thing. Tim, uh, Tim, Tim released the leaks today. He released a leaked picture. I don't know if you saw this very recently on Twitter. 
and it's just a picture of him like leaning back with like his eyes rolling back in his head and he just looks like he's <laughs> jerking off like i see it's like, it. the, it's like the leaks are released it's very very funny and he makes a good point that like what are they going to see if they're recording the the webcam you know unless you're standing up or you know getting wild with your camera you know you're actually you know what what do you really got um so uh, but still you know not a great thing uh and well luckily uh tim's uh, grandparents are are passed away so and uh they're they're not (laughs) going to see it yeah well my grandparents are dead like who would really who would really care i mean there was a moment when i was like do i would i even really care like would it like would it really affect my like who gives a shit you know what i mean like who cares so i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pay the money i actually one to to add on to that story, I went to like the FBI. Like I read somewhere that was like you can report this email to the FBI, and like you know as a cyber fraud hack or whatever. And um, I did it. I followed through. It only took like five minutes, but I went through. I put in all the information. I said what they Whoa. copy and pasted what they said. I was just like fuck this guy. Like I don't you know I, I'm scared. Like. I haven't done anything wrong. Like, let's let's try to bust this guy. Got the feds involved, huh? Got the feds involved. Now, <laughs> now I'm in a database. Now thinking about it, while well, I'm just saying it back out loud. I'm like, maybe I should just not dealt with that. You're probably like immediately. Now you're really gonna be when you send that in. Now they're like checking on your computer. And now they like, got what you. What are you doing? They got you in the cream files now, baby. Uh, the, the, yeah, the cum bucket. Uh, so that was a uh, that was how they started. It, um, it was interesting. Yeah. I don't know how you want to do this. I don't I know, think I don't know how you want we, to go. We should probably go like both. review both at the same time because both versions for, for like the bit sake, yeah. like we could maybe go, you know, do the first the first one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Where so he did to... this. They opened the show. He opened both shows with this bit, with this email bit. Both shows were opened with the same introductions. There was really nothing different there. Um, this this and this bit landed. I think uh, Tim's energy was. Go ahead. Sorry. Landed what? What would you the, say? The bit the, better. No, the, no, you no. The first, uh, the first one really landed and people really responded. The second time it was like a little dodgy and I don't know if you got as many laughs and it was just like, maybe because he had just done it and it was just like, okay, how do I do this? And like the beats of, mm-hmm. of doing it were a little off. And I, I feel like that's gotta be a thing. Like just of how you, roll that same but you also oh. listen you also listen well, to it one time so if you right. i wonder if you had listened to the second one first like this is where it gets interesting it's like if you hadn't heard it at all and you only listened to the one would it have worked you know would it have worked you know we, just, I, we have the two to compare now I we, there was did. no surprise once you heard him start to tell that story you knew well, where it was going i'm thinking that that though that a lot of these people that went to the late show probably watched that they're, they're probably patrons they probably watched the the first episode live no yeah, no, I mean, definitely um, there was... Uh, There's enough time in between. There's three yeah, hours in between de- the shows. Definitely, so. yeah, so I, that was another interesting... That's an interesting point. That they should like, have people in, outside know. the club cam catching the, res- the, the response of the people watching the live stream. And, I, I'm, and I'm willing to bet that some super fans went to both shows. I don't know how much the tickets right. were, but I, I'm sure... The type of people that like this stuff are probably like, oh, there's an early show too, and it's different. Like, if you're coming from Connecticut, you're going to both shows. I think, yeah, people that travels the longest, you know, uh, but it it couldn't have been everybody. Did you, Tucci? Did you think it not didn't land as well the second time? Yeah, I, 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 pretty much. Yeah, just it's a little softer. Um, Yeah, but yeah, maybe I think maybe it is because people 
were watching. That was that was my initial guess that people saw it uh, the first time. Yeah, I feel the same. I feel a little um, differently. We had ticket. a city of the day. Uh, well, sorry, tickets are 20, 25 bucks. You feel a little differently, yeah. Jim? I, I feel a little differently saying, because when you do... What, I, think, I thought we were agreeing with you. Oh, well, yeah. I don't think you were feeling differently. I was feeling differently about... We're agreeing with you, I think, yeah? Well, maybe, but I guess the point I was trying to make is the reason why people didn't like it the second time wasn't exactly because it was repeat people, but maybe because when you have to replay doing the same bit that you just did, it comes out a little bit like you don't get the rhythm of the comedy, and that's something that maybe stand-ups that do bits like over and over every single day, like two shows a day, because they're just doing this for the first time and then the second time. It had like maybe the timing was a little off for the beats of the comedy to catch, but that could just be yeah, reading yeah. into it. Yeah, but the, like I'm, but you, but you also don't know if it worked the second time. You don't know what everybody at home thought. The people that just watched that, you're assuming. Well, that I guess it that's what you know wasn't I, as fun. I'm, I'm just we'll only saying really it. Be able to know. I'm saying it for myself. Engaging like the, I'm saying it for myself is how I interpret it. Yeah, for yourself. Okay, for myself. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Derail yeah, no, same for me. I mean, it didn't. It wasn't as funny. Uh, no, I mean this, but this was the interesting thing of watching this is when you're seeing you've never seen these guys redo a bit before ever. You've never seen them like do a rehearsal version of a bit and then do it again. That's not. It doesn't fit their style very. I well. laughed twice. It fits them as on the spot new. I laughed twice at other things, but I didn't laugh at this one twice. So I don't know. Maybe I think I don't blame the bit. I blame maybe the delivery. Well, I think this one, this one was like a. Well, I don't think I really even laughed too much at the first. For me, I was having like a personal <laughs> well, you had a whole feeling different. about it during it. But it, it, this was more of a, this was a spoil. Like this was like a story that like had like a button that was like I'm going to get through this story and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a longer know, bit. Like you've never heard that story before. It's like you know, sitting through all the setup and, and everything uh, can, you know, when you know exactly where the story is going, it's really less exciting. Well, it's I guess like you're bit. just, it's more if like, you know, you're going to get anecdote. the same story again. You're going to be excited for how it plays out. Like, because it's off the cuff, he's kind of like rolling it out. Like maybe he adds something different or like, you know, just feeling it out, feeling out those bits a little different. He did. He did also start. He did also start. He started the show saying like totally like low on energy, like was mentioning that he was low on energy and like didn't have it for the second show. And I don't know if he was kidding. I but felt it for him. I did feel like that there was some energy lulls. Yeah. Yeah. Tucci, what do you got? Ticket prices, $20 presale, 25 day of. That's nothing. So and they were all sold out. So it would have been 20. Yeah. Yeah. Both, both shows. That's an easy, definitely easy double header. City of the day, um, we had no more codes. Fuck the codes. We did find out that the code was the Grateful Dead's first tour in the cities an hour north of that. Like, it's absurdly hard fucking post by Doug. You guys don't understand. I mean, I feel like the first couple codes were crackable, and then Matt got into the Harlem Globetrotters, and we've been, we've all went to fucking hell from there. Is that a bit? Can you is, just, is this a bit just, from Doug? I, I don't think anyone wants from to Doug? be cracked. Yeah. They all just want to come up with so clever that like 
impossible to crack. They don't want to be the ones that get their code cracked. I don't know. I think that I think that the, I think that I, I could be wrong. It was it seemed too. No, I'm sure that the 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 code was real, but like a bit. I guess I mean it's like he knew that it was impossible and just did it for for a goof. It's not even funny though if you can't crack. Yeah, it. sure. I, I, make I, it I, make it skittable. I mean that's yeah that's ridiculous. Make it make it crackable just because it makes it more interesting. And you have you did have people like trying to crack it. You had them coming on, and you can like, crack it. Yeah, you just have to make yeah. it. Like if he just left it as the Grateful Dead's first tour. That would have been enough. Yeah, and right. somebody might have found like, that. But look, I um, mean, city of the day, the the city has obviously taken a backseat early on to the to the sponsors. You know, it so doesn't have to. Though. It doesn't have to. It doesn't really matter. We've given up on it as well. And look, bring it back if they have a good idea for a code. Bring it back. But for now, I think these like arbitrary, mm-hmm. you know, cities, it works. Just we, we got to get the sponsors in there somehow. Um, but although I I did think, and I think we talked about it on here, that maybe city of the day was gonna going to take a hiatus but um apparently not they seem to have, they seem to have a little bit more no. more juice with these no. sponsors i feel like they must have been saving a couple they're just of like here doug you do them all William H. spacey these are very good very good in my opinion william h spacey i thought was very funny and they they struggled to get the image up and it <laughs> yeah. eventually did come up and it kind of took a while, and then finally, when you saw it, it was kind of this hideous thing, and it was, it was very funny to see that picture. Tim tw- Tim tweeted today, and I opened it on my my iPad at work, and just like left it open, and some people like walked up, and they just looked like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, who? Just like a bad, you know, just like a mediocre Photoshop job of those two guys' faces, and. Just you know, it's just like this is so stupid. But <laughs> what, British um, bra- British braces? Is that what you're talking about? I'm talking. No, keep going, I'm Macy. talking William H. Spacey here. British oh, braces okay. is the second app. Okay. Well, we can get in the oh, both William H. They, Spacey. They combined uh, it. That's super. Funny. Might as well. Might as well. Um, they combined in the second episode. They just they they wanted to do Spacey again, but and this for the for the I'll say for the. The one that they released, the British braces, was I think that's was their leader, and they must have said that's the a number one British braces, <laughs> and I think I got the most laughs out of the whole night from the British braces. Yeah, uh, that was the funniest moment of either show for me. It's so silly, and the picture is so funny and stupid, and the the uh, the read was really good. Um. And Tim just said, "Oh, this is a cheap joke." And yeah, yeah, um, a plus. Give your teeth the royal treatment. Have those pearly, pearly cunts looking like Stonehenge. Like yeah, you'll have those pearly cunts looking like Stonehenge. no rockers. Just, Twelve to eighteen months. Yeah. Just, I think there's a rhyme. I think there's a rhyme there that like maybe cunts and months. Um, the teeth warping braces will have those. Pearly cunts looking like Stonehenge, just twelve to eighteen months. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm reading into that. Um, it was uh, that was good. So cities of the days were were a home run, I guess. Both of them were very funny, and they couldn't help themselves but put up that do the spacey one as well in the second one. Yeah. And then Tim decided, you know, don't put up the image. Like it's better to lay off the image and have it kind of pop up after you can go through it. Let people think about that. <laughs> Let them formulate their own version of William H. Spacey. Now, I, I kind of like, and then should reveal what I you've listened done. to it twice, and I still can't remember what the actual product is for the the Spacey Macy thing. Like, I just 
I was it's, so distracted it's, by. It's just him. It's just it's it's sponsored by him. He's rebranding himself. Yeah, you, can just, you just hire him, and he's like not controversial anymore. You can just hire William H. Spacey for your film oh, and yeah, TV okay. stuff. I, 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 great. I, clean specifically clean though, slate. Specifically, great the actor. copy. The copy that really got me is you can he's ready to act in your excellent film or TV production. Your excellent film. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was very that that just makes me laugh so much. Um, I'm assuming again. I, I, I'm assuming this is all Doug. I, he, he's so good at this. It's uh, it's, pre- it's pretty impressive. Yeah, Doug's. It's Doug. Doug's got the goods when it comes to this stuff. And um, there, yeah, there was Doug. a couple turnarounds <laughs> where where Tim's just like somebody so dropped. Funny. So there, somebody finally dropped it. Yeah. Yeah, he did turn around a lot during British braces, and uh, that that makes it all the worthwhile. That little re- those reactions, two friends pleasing each other with jokes—that's what you like to see. We like it's having sweet. fun. It's, 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 it's sweet. sweet. Tim like, doesn't read in advance. Like he he got there a half an hour before the film or showtime. And... Mm-hmm. So, I doubt that's true, but I doubt it's true. I, I know that he. I think he he's goes he goes out of his way not to read the copy. Um, yeah, he wants to be fresh. Charlie Watts, poor old, uh, poor old, eighty-year-old Charlie Watts. We're gonna go down a let's try this thing twice again. This is the Ringo and Paul joining the Rolling Stones bit. Um, I'll say, like Joe said about the other thing, worked better for me first time round. Um, Was the they, they, I'm just telling you, these guys are less excited because they're trying to make each other laugh. Was when they're was the Ginger Baker re- thing first, doing though? something that they've rehearsed before, they can't get it. There was a Ginger Baker, Ginger thing, Baker thing that thing. made me laugh, and I don't know if I think that could have been the second time. And I was like, oh, that's that's a nice little piece of something. Like Ginger Baker says, Charlie Watts was like, mm, I don't remember. I only remember that the the Ringo and Paul joining the Stones. And then I feel like Tim like figured it out while it was happening where he was like, I think that I bet you Paul would just eventually just take over. And like he went into it a little bit deeper yeah. and it was, it had me laughing and he was doing the, it was really funny. The first doing for the, sure. Uh, I, you know, the I laughed and laughed and yeah. Uh, and you know, we soon got our first guest after that, but I felt like the ginger Baker was that beat yeah. that he filled in. And I was like, Oh Yeah. I love to hear Tim bring up Ginger Baker and just mention that he's a terrible person and like, but also has the highest respect for him because he he's like this, the worst drummer. Uh, I mean, he's like the greatest drummer slash the worst guy. So it, it was funny. I, I laughed at that. Mm-hmm. Inside inside the Ginger Baker um, details there. You're. You loving the Ginger Baker mention. Joe loves that. Joe loves that. Loves the gin. I, I go hard for him. You know what Joe doesn't love is Office Hours East. <laughs> We're talking things that Joe doesn't love. Joe's blows here. We're going with Office Hours East episode three coming tonight, Friday, August 27th. In just a couple hours here, we'll be live with Office Hours East. I'm excited for it. It was funny to have John Glazer on. I'm sure by the time we record next, we'll forget all that, about Joey? Joe's blows. Joe, Joe, will you be watching live? Tonight? I will not be, but I will say, yeah, you should watch it. You should, Joe. It's Friday night. You should throw it on. You should throw it on, like, and watch it. Just put it on I, for a I'm little going bit. To see dinner. if you can get I'm through going, it. I'm going out for any dinner. Other. I can't be bothered with you know nonsense. Going, going out. 
Joe's blows. Going out for dinner. Joe's blows. Cannot be bothered with the nonsense. Um, yeah, Glazer's call, not super special, but um, probably just a little promotion there. Um, and we like him. He's fun. He's wearing a big hat. Um, I like the Glazer. Bedouin. You like the you like the glazer, but you don't like Office Hours East. It really doesn't make any sense. But yeah, well, you know, someday we'll figure out this mystery of just I, lo- I actually love Office John Hours Glazer, East, but, but I just can't do that show. The show is no good for me. We'll 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 figure. You it out. are you know you need a you know you need to go out to dinner. I think get a get some food in your <laughs> system, <laughs> maybe get some nutrients. Yeah, have supper. Uh, he's getting grumpy just thinking about months. Office Hours. East. I forgot all about it. Bedouin, um, Bedouin is uh, is a nice person and played a very pretty song. And um, you know, definitely first uh, Patreon only kind of musical guest in comparison to our second musical guest. No offense to her. I just think that that Wise Blood is a much more well-known and much more like involved in the, the Timiverse. So, um, you know, but Bedouin was very nice. It's very strange to suddenly have like this kind of serious singer songwriter come in, like, you know, and play a song like that, an emotional kind of just pretty song like that is such a weird, you know, it's like a weird turn. You're going from like the silliest, stupidest jokes in the world to like a, a genuine, I get it though. You know, folky. I get it because that's totally where Tim's sensibilities are. Listen, as, that, a, as a listener, like that's why we got back to back female, you know, amazing singers out there. Like that's totally a Tim, you know, plan. Well, it could be just because he's friends with them as well. well. He's um, friends, but like he, he knows he could have easily done Mac DeMarco. Yeah, but maybe he doesn't want to. He get could up. have done. They could have done Mac DeMarco and uh, yeah, Jonathan Rado or something. You know what I mean? Like you know, he could have went other. They could have went other directions. I like giving it. it to somebody. And, you know, people don't potentially, know. Like you know, give give everybody a chance to like catch on to something they don't know about. Like everybody knows about these other people. So I liked it. I, I didn't know about her, and I was like, she's really good. I'll probably, you never heard of Bedouin? No, I actually haven't. So, uh, you guys have heard of her? Oh, I thought you had heard of Bedouin. I've heard of, I've heard of Bedouin. I, yes, I, I have not. And this was I know Bedouin like yeah. the the record label. <laughs> That's about it for Bedouin. Bedouin okay. dress is a Fleet Foxes song. No, sorry, guys. Well, it was nice, and she was uh, she was fun to. Um, she was a good sport. And came out and answered some questions and held her own there and told a good story. You know, they, they discussed the story about, um, you know, her helping out. Was she a guest on the show at some point? Am I crazy? I don't remember. Was she also on Office Hours one time? It could have been, I remember, but I don't remember. But I remember hearing this story. I remember hearing the story about Tim, you know, in the label and like this person he knew telling him, oh, I'll just call my label for you. Like, I, I thought I've heard that story about how they made fear of death and, and Jag Jag Jaguar didn't want it or whatever. I've heard that story too, but I, I anyway, moving on Sarah squirm. So. Uh, go ahead. Um, I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. I've heard that story. So, Joe is also wondering yeah. we're all, you've heard the story too, but I didn't know yes. it was her. Okay. You're confirming that I'm not crazy. We don't know Joe. We can't remember. 
right? Right. Sarah Squirm is uh, <laughs> is uh, a real piece of work. Um, this like was one of the more funny Sarah Squirm things for me, I thought. Like, I thought her little stupid voice thing was funny. Um, and Jesus Christ, this the finger shit fucks me up personally and is Gross. so disgusting. Loved it. And awful, and she's an awful person. Amazing. Of course, Joe. I loved that. the anticipation um, of it too. She like really built it up. Like I was so excited for what, what you're about to see. That was the best. Yeah. And then when we saw it, it so paid off. Like I oh. didn't care. I didn't even care so much about the. I get my fingers the fucked. The gross up out humor too. shit I, is. I know all about fucked up fingers as well. And <laughs> seeing that like being pulled back. Like this her, is relatable. I love. It's very relatable I was for so, Joe. Like happy. You know, I'm a, I'm sort of like someone who will jump into some gory movies and things. So I have I share a sensibility of like the horror. Sure. Of, uh, watching. I, I, Mike, obviously, this is going to be ter- it's terrorizing. Tra- it's a for you. trauma. Yeah, trauma. But not even just trauma, like tons of it's trauma. It's trauma style shit. Yeah, it's trauma style. Gross out, like use fake prosthetic nastiness to, to give you a feeling she does a good job with it. She's got her own. And really her like stupid voice. Like, Tim, you know, oh, like that, that whole thing made me really laugh. Like, and, and a lot of times that annoying shit doesn't work. F- like, I don't know. It's not always a home, an absolute home run for me from squirm, but this one was and her I, being in the flesh and like, you know, being like, just, she just took too long. You could tell Tim was starting to be like, all right, well, what's no way. Let's just get on with it. And she's like, but you know, like she, she, no. she wrote it high. She, she t- very well timed by the squirm the squirminator. She, yeah. I um, loved it. I Good she, job. She could have gone longer and I would have loved it even, but with the, the squirming that she was doing up there, but you know, uh, you guys, <laughs> you guys, I don't know. Yeah. And then, yeah, no, listen, I liked it, but like, you know, I'm not like, like it it is hard for me to watch that. It's the, uh, it was the one element where we got into that bizarre Uh, world of like where the show can go sometimes. And so I really liked that she was brought back for this and, you know, that's where squirm can go. That's where Squirm can go. I don't think anybody else on the show. I don't think Tim likes that stuff. He likes he, he likes bizarre it, things. Like, he does. He he did that yeah. whole thing with uh, you know Will Oldham and shit. He does. So. Awesome show does that stuff. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I don't think that was that bizarre. I think it was. I think Squirm's thing was sort of on the nose, but it was just like a big setup for a gross out little video that she made. And I don't know if you've seen her re- her social media right. this past yeah, week. The head thing. Have you? She, she's. You saw her. Did you see her gifts and all this stuff? Yeah. She, she, she like had a collaboration with Giftly, I guess, and has all these silly little gifts that she made. These kind of looping gifts that are very silly. One of her like head exploding and other things with like her heart coming out of her chest and very clever. And um, I'm glad she's getting. I don't know. It seems like that might have been a collaboration. Maybe could have got her you know a few bucks or something for for something she hooked up with you know somebody saw the uh, appeal of her kind of weirdness and she's great she had fun with some special effects it seems like so um patrick finnerty uh 
Okay, so this is some this is some early show Patreon kind of guest style stuff. I feel here we have the guy from the commercial that must be a California local ad um, that these guys all know and talk about and have a personal Burbank firm. Burbank firm. So yeah, so it's like obviously the rest of the country doesn't have that same connection as Tim and the boys do. But we have seen the commercial on office hours a few times, and um, I like that they break it down and they just they really this, overanalyze the script of this thing of the little boy. It's like I won, I won, I won, and then this is just, the this is the minutia that I I'm here for. I loved I love this so much. Like uh, man, the dissecting of everything it was perfect. Mm-hmm. You this is Tucci's minutia here. See this this, this this is a whole minutia. Well, I, I think that here. it was a, a lovely next guest after Sarah Squirm because it's it's the two different opposite bizarre things, you know, and uh, it, it was a little uncomfortable at times yeah. with that guy. I, I felt like a little bit like where he, you know, people are looking around yeah. and like, I don't know, he's sort of like this guy that doesn't naturally fit the vibe of everything, but like it was fine, you know, they just rolled through it and it, it was funny. Like he was too, yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, he had a little. He had a little uh, in that working working actor energy. Very very eager. Um, I mean, it's fine. I mean that that you know that that type of personality it's is fine. It's just super super. Co- it's for fine. Uh, it was but for it's, fine. Uh, he, he was yeah. He wasn't weird enough. You know, he, he just right, turned out right. to be like sort of a normal dorky guy that like then told this big Pirates of the Caribbean story. He's too confident. He's like too good. No, the the pirate like, story like, yeah, too great. Like he's like a mediocre talking about the skull ring for on and on like that. I mean, it was a good listen for sure. And then it, it, well, it's funny because Tim's like because because Tim was just like get me get to the fucking point of this story. So who which character were you? Like yeah. And then finally he's like, oh, I was the stand-in for Jeremy. Oh, it's like that. okay, that and that's so the, that's the show, folks. Like it, it it was yeah, there was good um, it was good build with it with was that a similar was curly like, G scenario. I like a I. I I was so excited when Patrick Finnerty came out, though. Like, uh, like the slow play with the "we won, we won, we won," you know, mm. the, the and just when I finally realized what was happening, I, I was very, very into it. I loved it so much. There was a moment where I thought they were going to bring out the bo- the grown up boy, you know. Like, I don't. <laughs> my head went there for just a brief second where I was like, "Are they going to bring?" Him? I wish. Or they said something like, "You know, this was filmed." Te- like Patrick Finnerty's like, "You know this." This, we actually shot that. I wouldn't put like it past Matt ten years tried. ago, or whatever it was. They they might have tried, and it yeah, was like, yeah, nah, we wonder. Matt, did you try to find the boy? Yeah, Matt, yeah, we were trying. Did to you get try everyone. to find the boy, grown up boy, to have him we run won, on the won. stage? That's a way better yeah, like angle, possibly. They, 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 the whole cast just yeah replay that commercial on stage would have been. Uh, let's just do that in the future. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Doug. Doug did a very good. We won. We won. He's a, he is a little boy. Running, you know, he, he's, there's nobody better to, to, to do that part. Okay. Um, so, uh, just getting back to so so okay. So we are moving on to the. There was a little drop concert. Nothing crazy. Um, I had nothing really crazy that I remember or mentioned, but it was nice and it was probably cool for the crowd to have a little drop concert outro. I would have thought they would have given the crowd like a fucking nice, long, fat, juicy one. I don't know if they did and we didn't get all of it. Who knows? We'll never know because we weren't there. But 
I would assume it would have turned in, you know, you could have turned that into a little dance party or something like a little 10, 15 minute fun jam. So did they, Doug? I don't know. They, um, they probably need into the second. They probably need a break after that whole performance. Like it would only be giving certain people yeah, a no. break, you know. They probably were sure, on a schedule. Sure. They, they, they. Yeah, I'm sure they were. I'm sure they, it looked like Tim wanted to run off that stage, and even Matt wanted to run off that stage. Like those they, lights they are a, hot. I think they left themselves. <laughs> you know, what did they leave them? What did they leave themselves? An hour and a half between shows. Yeah, about that. Yeah, so not a lot of time. And that time will fly, I'm sure. And you know, they had to go back and drink some more milk and stuff. So, um, so second time around, we've already discussed it, but I think, um, it, you know, oh. just to note again, it just, um, just hearing, uh, hearing these jokes again, um, was was interesting. Very interesting uh, experience being somebody. Uh, that watches these guys so closely and we're here analyzing it. So it was just like juicy. I don't know. It's just like felt strange and interesting to watch it over again. And just yeah. be like, Oh, what do we, what is the second crowd getting? What are, and I kind of feel like it sort of makes sense that the first people would have gotten like the more genuine, like the Patreon only people are the ones that get to see that genuine first reaction and the genuine first take of that. It almost makes sense. Like it was, I want to say watered down, but just a tiny bit off or something. The second time around, Joe alluded to it in Joe's blows section, and um... no, that that was a straight take. I feel like um, it's not. I wasn't even criticizing it really. I'm just saying like the just the the rhythms of like doing the same bit again can just yeah. slightly throw off like how a reaction can happen. Yes. So yeah, it's. I, I agree, and I that and I, I I'm I will just my own reaction was slightly off and not as like the excitement level was a little different, and it was it just became kind of a fascinating uh, dissection and an interesting watch rather than a what am I like I'm obviously not going to have the same reaction because I just saw it. When's the last time you watched somebody do this? Like Tucci noted, like if you were to watch somebody do a stand-up set and then watch them do the same stand-up set forty minutes later. That's a that would be a strange experience. You'd never know if it worked really the second time because you saw it the first time. So like it's all this element of surprise, which makes it kind of cool yeah. It it's not like bits it. that are practiced over and over again beyond just like you know once or twice either. So that's huge. So uh, mm -hmm. the, but being good live, they definitely are, and Tim is a pro at it, and he keeps everything going and like. He sort of has that way just on the regular show and being in front of people it doesn't he doesn't lose anything like i i was very impressed you know as i always have been when i went and saw him live like him and and eric back in the day like he's he's ready to be on that stage he can't wait for it in a way like so i was happy that uh they decided to even mm -hmm. do this because not too long ago, he was saying, oh, I'm not going to go and, uh, out and do any live shows. So uh, doing this is a step forward of like, yeah, maybe they'll do more of these and um, we'll get more shows like this. And the, it'll be a more interesting step into the I, world of like doing the show, you know, because the show, it does get stale when a little bit, just like a little bit, it gets stale because we've had a year of shows the way they've been so you do, you throw a couple of these into the mix 
Listen, they, listen. It's gonna really change the. I, there's there's no reason not to think this will be. This could be. This could become a monthly thing. If they're selling out, I mean, if there's if there's 200 tickets, and it's an extra thousand bucks or something that they can make, where it's really not that hard for them to pull it off technically. Like I don't know if it is or it isn't, but lots of podcasts do their shits live, and then you can get spot like. It's a yeah. little avenue to a little more revenue, maybe, and it's probably not that hard. And because they can just kind of do the same thing, ask like one or two buddies to come out as guests, I wouldn't be surprised if this became a more normal thing. Those, and they and got those, some sort of deal with Dynasty yeah, Typewriter. Was I like, feel okay, like uh, they mentioned Largo. Second even. Tuesday of the They're month like, is, is Office Hour Live. Somebody's going to the Largo, and, or like Tim's like, we can do a 12 o'clock show. Like he was, he was feeling good. Like they could have just kept going. I, I felt the energy was. Was good. I, I'd go ahead. I'd, I'd love to know some of the behind the scenes conversations about this because at this point, those Patreon numbers um, are really hard to ignore. Uh, you know, from from the creators. So, I'd love to know what what they have in mind for the future. Um, like a year ago, I had no idea that it was going to be <laughs> this robust uh, of a show, office hours that is. And um, yeah, I mean, I could see them doing so much with it. Um, which it's happy. I'm mm-hmm. happy to see that. Yeah, I mean, they've put a lot of work into building the studio in Tim's basement, and I think that that's probably going to be home base for sure. That That's, you know, probably, there's probably a little bit of overhead when they're going and taking it out on the road, but um, or just to a venue. But there's probably an advantage to doing that as well. And if there is a little bit of a financial advantage slash just energy slash just like um, more, I mean, when you do something live like that in L.A., you will get, more people on board because now you have somebody who's a fan who's like hey you want to come to this thing and they may have never heard of it you will grow your audience by playing live and i definitely wouldn't be surprised if they in the somewhat near future once things get back to normal in the country you know take it on the road I, like i would definitely expect that to be coming at least some of the big cities um and again we talked about the tim fest and all that kind of stuff i really do think that they're gearing up for this and this was this was probably a big test for like what a tim fest might be like off okay you do an office hours for an hour and a half a couple musical performances a long drop a little, little bit longer of a drop concert and you got a show you got three hours of material there you could take that on the road and uh you know do it kind of just like how he took on cinema on the road but this even works as a more free thing like i took a friend to see on cinema live who didn't really know much about it and he was lost, dude. He like, he, you know, he didn't really, couldn't yeah, really follow what the fuck was going on. It was a little too deep. I think this for just a random person off the street, they can come in and just, they could listen to Vic talk about taking his kids to the Dodgers game and get a chuckle out of it and get a chuckle out of Tim talking to him about that. So that's, that takes us into the second, that that's the first thing they kind of, where they kind of went off uh, book here. It's definitely, besides adding in the, um, the British braces here in the second episode. Um, One more note. I just really want to that's definitely how you can grow things it. is by starting to perform live. Like anyone who wasn't paying attention is going to start paying attention. Sorry. You probably said all that. Joe, while you were up, I said the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. so Joe got up to grab another drink, but I, I said it was really important about this is, is that they can grow the audience because what you, I, I want people to tell each other, you know, they're, they're friends and then like, Joe into the bathroom. Um, I actually have to pee, so we're going to hurry up here. What are you drinking over there? Oh, what am I drinking? What is Joe drinking? I got one of these um, Pincus. It's a German uh, Pilsner. Pincus. 
Okay. German Pilsner for Joe. Um, so let's see here. Sorry. Let's just move into Uncle Phil. Okay. Let's just move into Uncle Phil. Phil was saved for the second set here. Um, I think, um, I know they had a seat reserved for him. I imagine this was all a bit and I imagine, but I thought, I don't know. I guess that was maybe a a pre-planned bit. Phil, like, I thought I saw online on Twitter that I'm sure this was all just pre-planned, but, but Phil was like saying, "Oh, I'm going to the shows. Like, I'll see you at the shows." And oh, totally, totally part of the bit. totally a bit, totally yeah. part of a bit. Yeah. So, um, funny taking it to the Gallagher bit, you know, uh, was like, you know, that was like the cherry on top. It was like it was kind of just stupid. Like, oh, you know, I'm calling from jail and I got arrested, and it's like, tell us what happened. And Phil's just slowly telling us this story. He's like, well, earlier, you know, it gets to the point where he's like, I was at a Gallagher show and, uh, you know, I, I love, I love Phil, uh, seeing himself on the call and realizing that his handcuffs are out of the crop and he's just like looking for a way to get him in, scratching his head, scratching his mm-hmm. ear. That was, that was very good. Notice yeah. that. I, I tend, Phil's, go ahead. I, I tend to watch. No, you go ahead. I tend to watch. Tim's reaction to like everything that's going on when whenever Phil's on the screen and I feel like this bet this bit definitely felt like to me like it felt like they didn't know they didn't know exactly what was going to be said I mean some of the things like the gist of it but he brought like um the the walk of stars like and maybe the Gallagher thing was there but I'm not positive mm-hmm. it, you know he just was going to show up and he was going to have well the walk of well, the, the hollywood walk of fame was came up in the last yeah it seems like he listened to the first yeah. episode he, yeah. he brought right? that in they yeah. talked about the hollywood walk of uh, walk of stars it seems like he watched the first episode and adjusted some of his copy yeah, to fit, definitely uh you know into what they were talking about which would have which would have made it seem like they planned it together no Joe, you're I saying see. maybe that they did I, it. I'm saying like I, I'm he with keeps Joe. It, they, I'm with. I'm probably with you guys. They too. keep it front. Like he might have just said, "I got this bloody shirt," you know, and I'm gonna come on. and I'm gonna say this or that, but you don't know what I'm gonna say. And Tim might be like, "That's exactly what I want because we're in it to laugh and be la- You know, laughing in real true well, reaction. Like not, yeah. Like not reading the 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 sponsored like, copy, yeah, you know. Exactly, that's what I yeah, was going to say. Yeah, it, 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 Phil Tim probably wants gives, the spontaneity of it. Yeah, give me a loose outline. Phil says, "All right, I'm calling you from you know uh, LAPD a jail in Los Angeles, you know, and that's it. Like that's that's like that's the that's the outline they get, and they have no idea where the bit's going. Um, that, that's Phil, my guess. Phil did tell me or tweeted me or something one time and did say that he they never rehearse or talk about what he's going to do. He Good. said, but they did. They did have to do it for like the one thing. He was like, that was the first time we did it. And obviously, when they did the twin brother thing, they would have had to have talked about that. But something like this, this is what I wanted. This is a live show, so they must have said, Phil, you better be bringing something hot. And so the reason why they might have been in on it is that they had the reserved seat. He meant, you know, Tim was mentioning it. Like, where's Phil Braun? He's supposed to be here. So, okay, so maybe there was a little something, something. But maybe he just said, look, that's. I'm going to, I mean, it would be, it would be amazing to find out that Phil Braun said, I'm going to be there, reserve me a seat. And they had a seat saved for him. And then he didn't, you know, then he didn't and called and they like 
who knows? I highly doubt that's the situation that happened. Yeah, I mean, man, Phil Phil does not miss much. I mean, this is he. He's, well, Phil has been on a been on an wow. upward slope of like crushing it for so long yeah. now. It's like he is now arguably, you know, I mean, he's an integral, very integral part of the he's, show. He's, now. he's beyond a caller, right? I mean, he's just oh, like a, way beyond he, a caller. He's, he's just a, a frequent guest at this point. But he does it. The fact that he's not always on every episode, the fact that there are some what? weeks off, make it better. Now that I mentioned that, he, he was billed in the uh, in the podcast uh, title on Patreon. And I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen him billed before. So it was, uh, yeah, Wiseblood, Uncle yeah. Phil, Curly G. Um, that's something to note as well. I think that they have. I think that they have. Maybe not. Maybe, I could be wrong. I think that they have said Phil Braun as, as Joe, a guest on some. Joe, can you go back and weeks. look at the titles of all? The yeah, other go things. check all the titles. Of I all have. That. I did see that, it, that he was billed, um, and I saw it even before I, you know, experienced the whole thing. So I knew he was coming. But I will say, I was thinking like, the Gallagher thing could have come late, even though. You know, because uh, Curly G had a hammer. You know, Curly G came out with a mallet, and I was like thinking, did they commiserate a little bit? Like, or he took from Curly G's mallet and just like, I gotta switch it up and make it a Gallagher thing. Like, nobody knew what that I, dead body was going to be. That, when I think that was coincidence. Like, he, he's like throwing the Gallagher thing in there, and like he, nobody knows right. that he's going to have this. Like, they know only know he might be bloody, but they don't know anything else, and. I mean, I was watching Tim's eyes. They did not know. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. If it was a bloody, if if the, uh, okay. Well, Matt, you're going to have to confirm who knew what, how much was going on. Matt and Doug, please let me know who knew about Phil. How did everybody know everything? Was there some details told? Was he in on it with Curly G? Should there have been blood on that fucking stupid Gallagher mallet or watermelon juice or something? Um, or was that a coincidence? I was reading it as coincidence because no way Curly G does not seem like he would be in on anything with anybody because he's a fucking imagine imagine old. Curly G and and Phil, Phil communicating Braun? about this. Yeah. Oh God, it's like getting Doug and Vic's dad. Curly together. G's late. To- Curly G and <laughs> Phil Braun together. He's late to the party, but he's got like a a Lieberhart vibe to him, and so he he works for me. I like him. Awkward. Awkward guy. Well, before that, <laughs> we must we must discuss um, we must discuss uh, everybody's talk. We oh, must yes. discuss Wiseblood coming up oh, with that my. shit. Wow. I mean, she's I, just so fucking good. Like, and I'm just, I mean, and she's just like beautiful, and like she's just she's just a stunning person, and her voice is angelic, and they got the reverb dialed in pretty nice on that shit, and they just came up and played that, and it was like. What a treat to net to pl- to hear a song that I've, I've never heard her cover that. Maybe she does that at her shows. I, I doubt it. I've uh, never seen her live. That I was a surprise for live. Tim. He did not know. You doubt it. I think it was probably special. Probably probably special. Surprise Tim didn't know the, the yeah. cover. Joe's cover. confirming that she did. <laughs> yeah, Tim threw out there. Uh, I, yeah, no, no, Harry Nilsson. I don't that's know. Not his maybe song. he did. Maybe it's he did. Fred Neil song. And I was like, oh, you know, Tim, Mr. Yeah. I know every fucking trivia thing ever. Didn't know that live on stage to say oh harry nielsen uh i just i don't think tim said it i think vic maybe did tim Tim say he thought it was a nielsen i think tim kind of asked he's like is that nielsen or maybe nielsen's version is very good um but no wise blood has covered this song for years but oh great okay okay it was gorgeous i mean like you can like go on youtube and see her doing it 
Yes. I did not. Yes. I, okay. I, so, I did not see. I guess I'm not as big of a Wise Blood fan as I thought. It makes sense though. Like, but um, but a okay. stunning. What a, a just a stunning performance. You know, nonetheless. I mean, that was just. It was so good. Um, and mm. and a great contrast to everything else. You know, like like Joe said before, I think there is something to the pacing of, of these live shows. Um, they are th- these segments are slotted very well. So it was it was it was kind of good to get this after the Uncle Phil bit, um, and I think it made it even more uh, a more of an enjoyable experience just to, to hear her sing. It, was it makes incredible. it different. It would incredible. anyone it makes would it anyone different. say that was the highlight of the entire thing? I it's up there for me for sure. It's I had to think about it a bit more, but it's very memorable for me. Yeah. It, it was it was great. Uh, it was really truly great, and it really you know was special and tim knew it he knew it right off the bat like man it's just yeah yeah listen just the fact that they're friends and he has you know aligned himself with her of all people who's just fucking really good i mean it's just like she's one of the best things going in music these days like just i love her album her, her latest album and the fact that she's buddies with tim is just such a treat for us fans of the thing that it's just like and we get that kind of stuff and like and we get to see her talking with tim and joking around and stuff and she just seems like a fucking lovely ass person just like funny smart fits into the office hours world she's like a perfect human being basically it was it was and, a, you know so getting to see her it was a great starting point for the the upcoming yeah. live shows like every anyone else on tour can now be like oh mac demarco next or kurt vile when he's in town like they can really tap into all the friends yeah. of uh, you know the office hours, and but I just yeah, yeah off I, th- with, I think that would have to. Was good. Yeah, I mean that that's the, obviously the, these people live in Los Angeles, so that that's the reason for that. So if they if they're going to different cities, they'd probably have to coordinate a bit more. <laughs> obviously, a bit more difficult. But um, if they're doing live shows in LA, those are probably mm-hmm. the ones to be at if you want to. If you want to see some like this, this top talent. Keep it on Tuesday. <laughs> Keep it on an off night. I'm guessing. I'm guessing if they took it on the road, they'd take it to some big. They'd take it to big cities where they could have some things planned. They take it to New York. They take it to Chicago. They maybe take it to I don't know San Francisco. They use, I don't know Austin. You know something where they where there is something like a reason to go. Where Nashville. They have a friend, you know? Nashville. Nashville. Atlanta. Phil Bronze Town. You know you get a Phil. You get big yeah, Phil. Baby. Get your fill, fill. Definitely. Um, so yeah, Wise Blood was definitely great. not going to a Buffalo bar and... anytime soon. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. I said definitely <laughs> yeah. not going to a Buffalo what? bar anytime soon. Hey, Tim and Eric came through Buffalo. I know, that, but was it, was that a bummer for you to see these these uh, the Zoom calls that come through call. there? Oh, the Buffalo, <laughs> the Buffalo. <laughs> it's oh my god, it's disappointing. Yes, that was a bummer for me. The the bartenders. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. the bartenders. Horrible. Yeah. When they said. We're from Buffalo. It was just like, oh no, don't do that. So clueless. Like I was like, what do you even like? Do you even know what this is? Like, how did you get the link to this? Like, are, are you like stop? I don't know. The zooms were a little tough with the well, live thing. Let's follow up. Let's get them on the podcast. <laughs> let's not. Say yeah, let's go in person. <laughs> let's go. Hey, let's go to their bar. Let's do a live. Let's do a live. What we like having from from their bar in Buffalo, okay, at their bar, the bartender's bar. That would actually be really fun. That, that, uh, yeah, it actually sounds. That doesn't sound too bad. 
can we come and do a live podcast at your bar, the bartender's bar? Talk about some inside shit. That would be find out. We gotta find Duh. out what that bar is. We don't. Bar- we don't that bar. The bartenders. Where were they? They're at a bar, and bar. Was, we want to know what bar. Don't you want to know what bar that it, is? It was a woman and a man, and you couldn't see much else. It, it might have been, you know, like one of these <laughs> yes, breweries it was a woman or something. And, a man. and they listen. They didn't. It could have been one of these breweries, but <sighs> who knows? Um, was it like a? Is it Tuesday? Was it like a, probably like a quiz event going on or something? That's that's what it seemed like. I heard some, it sounded like somebody was on a microphone hmm. there, and uh, well, like really quiz, speculated quiz about it. Matt was very excited to go to the to the bartenders, so I thought maybe they had been messaging in or something. But then when they went to them, it was like fail. They were not ready. They couldn't and, hear. Uh, also, um, yeah, they couldn't hear. It was a disaster. So we Tucci's never seen The Sopranos. Sopranos talk came in. I, I don't remember how it started. Did somebody ask a question? Oh yeah, somebody called and asked them to do to ask what uh, what was the question? Do you remember mm-hmm. the question was like, what would the well, oh, the, the, what would the what would the Sopranos say about the vaccine? Yeah, what would their stance be on on the vaccine? What would yeah. the different characters uh-huh. be on the vaccine? I think Tim took it as he wanted their that the the, the, the the lady wanted their an impression of each person, but I think she just wanted to know like. What would you think Polly's, you know, what would he say about the vaccine? Like, Whoa, so Tim yeah. didn't really dip in because he's like, I don't really have an impression for these. I, I just I just got, oh, and I got, you know, like I, he doesn't have much more than that. But actually, if you recall, Doug could do a, quite a few of the, yeah, I mean, a few, quite a few of the characters. He proved it. That was a moment for weeks him. and weeks back. He, he was like, that was a moment. Doug. Doug could have grabbed that. He didn't grab that. Fail on Doug. He could have had some drops to go in there, like a case. Tucci, fail on your part for never seeing the Sopranos. He could have had a he could have had a Soprano reactionary like uh, thing like he does with Casey Kasem. Perhaps. I'm too busy watching too busy watching Enlightened. Are you watching Enlightened now? Yeah, baby. Man, Zook's on. For there. the first time. First time. Love it. Fucking great, right? I love it. I'm gonna fucking. Good. I'm gonna rewatch fucking Enlightened because I liked uh, White Lotus. Joe, did you watch White Great. Lotus? I didn't. My uh, Nye has watched all of it to completion, but okay. I, I have not. Um, yeah. Oh man. Sorry. We should have maybe. We should have. We should have went through this um, at the top of the show. But yeah, finished White Lotus. Incredible. Uh, um, yeah, we finished White Lotus. We're not gonna say wow. anything. We're not gonna give any spoilers. Wowzers! Great show really great show um yeah now i've been watching all the, this the copycat shows that are just like getting in at the same time doing the exact same kind of show watching those shows too like as white lotus? white lotus has got like one and then netflix has one and you know they all have like the similar sort of like synopsis of like this is a group of people and they're doing a thing and yeah i feel like there's there's like two different ones right now going on at the same time. I don't know about I don't know about these other ones. I thought what well I thought White Lotus was a very like strange specific type of okay, thing. Okay, well I'm I could be wrong, but Maybe I I'm, wrong. I'm pretty sure there's like at least one other one that's a, pretty much the same. Type. I want to know what the name of this copycat show is. Give me the I name. Think, uh, what are they tonight. copying? Like, a, like I a, think there's like another a, one. Murder mystery yeah, yeah. that takes place at a hotel. I don't know if it's the exact okay. same thing, but it sounds like the exact same thing. And I is just like, yeah, it's pretty much the exact same thing. That's also brand new that came out. So I'm watching that also. But I, I didn't watch either. I've been watching just movies. Denial like like crazy. Lotus, White Lotus. 
I would wonder what Naya would think of White Lotus. She watched the whole thing she think all the way through on her own. What you But think? did she like yeah, it? Yeah, she loved it. Did she like yeah, it? Yeah, she liked, she liked it. <laughs> she loved it? Yeah. She, like, pounded it right through it. Okay, because it's she, it talks, it addresses a lot of things that I, you know, would be interested to know, you know, yeah. what her thoughts would be yeah. because it's yeah, that, you know, very modern. I didn't, of, uh, I didn't watch the, it, so. Uh, you, know, you should watch it. Yeah, uh, I'm on movies. I, 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 I okay. do uh, well, Criterion right now. I'm on movies. All right, well, I, I've never seen The Sopranos. Let's, uh, we can move on, though. Moving on. Curly G to finish us up. Um, yeah, Curly G. I don't, you know, I don't have, I don't have hours and hours to go on Curly well, G. He's funny. Real, it's there's a, a major it's thing. A I don't know nice where it gag. I think Curly G used to annoy me a little bit more. One, one question. Like, did the, uh, what? the video with the singer happen before Curly G or after Curly G? The, the, what's his face? Shore? Mike Shore. We, we 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 skipped we skipped Kurt, Kurt Shore because he's he's a piece of shit and we don't we're not gonna no way talk about him. Kurt Shore. Yeah, we just I skipped it. Are you crazy? All right. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay. And we can talk about it. Um. Okay okay yeah yeah. You know what? I couldn't remember what the hell it was. They were very excited. Like Vic. Here's what I think was fun. Vic found a guy who had like 18 views of a video, and they. What's more fascinating is that they're like holding on to these like things that they get them so excited and then they play them and uh you know they just get obsessed with like listen to the in so you guys didn't like that like when you hit play it's just like already like hits and no i thought the bit was very good i i, I did a little bit uh, probably more research than i should have uh done on kurt shore himself mm. uh, reading some of his comments um on twitter specifically it's not not the best guy well, they even uh, referenced so it turned, that. Just turned me they off. even referenced that he wasn't the yeah. best guy, and that's why, like, we're just putting this out there because he's like an anti-vaxer or whatever. And but I, you know, I had to go visualize it and see what I was hearing, and like the it it in no way matches like what you're hearing. Like, it's so strange to listen to it and then go back and like look at the actual video. It's so weird, like, to see that, and I was. I was really laughing at both different versions, like just only seeing, <laughs> only too. hearing it first and then going and like, it was a whole new dimension of like seeing this guy as like the, the voice, you know, I don't know. I was, I was so, and I loved the little beat of just like, everybody get quiet now, everybody get quiet, you know, and, uh, and then Matt fucks up and he interjects like, oh, we're ready now. And like that whole like yeah. send up of the whole thing. And like, dear, dear, what, what was it? Dear, dear someone. It was dear someone. Like they were saying the second one wasn't as funny. I was dying for that second one. The dear someone. Holy shit. Dear someone. No, the second one was the the second one was the one that Tim wanted everybody to be quiet for fifteen seconds before they started it. Tim had fucking <laughs> amped that one up so much that I was like, "What? Are, like, what is this gonna be that they're so excited about?" And uh, you know, I I think it, that's that what point, sold it for me, man. I was I so was in little, for whatever reason. I was a little a little distracted. The I I was just well, saying, I thought it was more funny you, is that Matt blew it by saying, "Okay, you just you just, just have just seconds. missed this cuz you Go got up for a second there, about. but I just had sort of laid that out, but yes. Yeah. You also found that to be what? Great yeah. or not great? 
I found the whole little thing to be very cute and fun, and I, I liked the idea of everybody being quiet. I liked that Matt got in trouble for fucking it up and like not understanding, and Tim calling him out on it. Like, don't you understand? Like, just hit fucking play. You wait fifteen seconds. Don't fucking you know you ruin it by um, let him know when the time's up. Yeah, like it was just, a gem do of it. a moment. So, so the anticipation at that point. Yes. I loved, but that that for me was more interesting than the actual song thing that was played. Like I didn't, that didn't do it for me as much as it was for the boys. Mm-hmm. Dear someone didn't get you personally. You loved it. I liked dear someone like that. What's I liked, that? like I was just saying. You know, I'll just be repeating myself, yeah. but I was just saying how I hadn't. I listened to it only first, and then I went back and watched it and. It was jarring, like seeing the voice matched to okay. like, the human, and then also the yeah. dear someone moment really got me. Uh-huh. Like I was laughing heartily at that, a husky laugh. I'm surprised that I'm surprised that uh, that the visual didn't match in your head. I, could, he that, he looks exactly how I thought he'd look. This guy. I didn't listen first, so I, I didn't get that experience. I just watched. And, um, maybe I, I guess I, I implore you, know, you to I go listen you know, to the podcast I only and then try to put that vision out of your head. It'd be impossible now, but I, I feel like there was, there's an element there that I, I was getting be. that with then watching it is like a new, whole new experience, like a whole new world of just like, wow. But, uh, yeah, yeah. this is the beauty of, this is the beauty of this show is that you get it in different flavors and it, it can change your perspective and. Um, you can go through that experience. It sounds like that experience helped this whole bit uh, for you. Whereas when I was watching it, I was—I ex- don't know what the hell I was like. They were so excited about this. When you're talking about like, oh my God, this YouTube video is so fucking good. Oh my God, we love this so much. It seems like a Tim and Vic thing. And it was just like, oh, okay. It's like a guy that's like doing some over the top. You know, it's just, it, there's something sad about laughing at that a little bit. You know, I don't mean to be like a... Well, you know, you know, a sweetheart about these it, other but bits. you know what I mean? There's something like a little bit like we're making fun of a guy, you know, we're just like making fun of a guy on YouTube, but um, it's, it was special that, and I, I guess Tucci's done some research and found out he's, he's yeah. the Beatles thing though. That was extremely surprising to me like that. Uh, okay. Well, okay. We don't have to talk. We don't have funny. to be labor. Adding your own. Yeah. I, not- you know, I was really enjoying it. So it, it works for some of us. Doesn't touch everybody, but and I I even I went I in wanna, and just like I guess I want to know whether they're like Tim's like don't go into his thing and like uh you know make a bunch of comments and make it make his shit blow up. I went and looked and to see if anyone did, and I noticed a few comments, not a ton of likes, and I was like just interested. Suddenly, like I might go back and watch other videos because I was like really i don't know i i I get sort of like the the strangeness of it all so i think it it worked on me sorry to uh bring it bring it back around but the the thing we were saying about curly g joe loved it a couple things joe loved a couple things joe loved this episode joe doesn't hear me talking ever either i don't know what is going on here but (laughs) There's a huge fucking delay when I'm talking and Joe's still talking. And this might be a Zencaster problem. I really don't know. But I'm trying to, like, I, I don't know. Are we feeling that? Tucci, are you hearing that? Or am I high on drugs over here? I'm, I'm hearing it. Yeah, it's a, it's, okay, okay. It's, it's fun. There's a lot of run. There's a lot of run over today and a lot of, uh, <laughs> I don't know, you know, 
if I don't think I don't think we're all hearing each other properly. I, and I'm blaming for fine for that. I'm gonna blame for fine. But uh, okay, so Joe loved Kurt Shore, and he's going on Kurt Shore's YouTube, leaving comments like "Sefafefa hi." He's doing exactly what the boys said. Not <laughs> I didn't to. do that, but I and, I wish uh, I I might do that. <laughs> you should okay okay and uh curly g um probably learned out learned more about curly g than i needed to but i also enjoyed curly g's presence this time more than i have in the past in other episodes where they've brought him on or i'm just like again you guys are getting too big of a kick out of this than i am um which like the Kurt Shore thing, like I, I just, I just hasn't found me as much, but maybe I'll come around on it. And I will say that I think I was just a little, for whatever reason, distracted or something during the Kurt Shore bit. Like, like literally something happened that I turned my head and just lost it. Like I wasn't full in at when the song started. Um, but Curly G uh, grew on me this time. What a cute weirdo! And um, you, again, like you said, Joe, there's kind of a David Liebert heart, like you don't want to go so far as to say, is he a little slow or something, but like you feel, I don't know. There's like a desperation in him. That's so cute. And it's just like, you know what I mean? Like he's just doesn't, he's just like has no shame in going up there and being completely such a goofball. Now he really showed it. I think during the drop concert when he was dancing and like just being just so strange and like, let's dance, you know, just like that whole thing is so uh, <laughs> bizarre and good. Like I, I liked that. Um, it's, you it's, know, I don't know. It, I, I liked Curly G this time around. It's brave. And I liked it too. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It, it like brave. It, it's it, a good it, word. It was shocking brave. to hear his, his, you know, normal talking voice. Um, I was not expecting that at all. Um, so when, when that happened, it, 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 when he broke, took me yeah it took me for one a little bit he was well i guess when he was answering questions from the crowd he uh he was speaking in his uh his normal voice but that was interesting but yeah I, I like curly g he's a fun guy yeah I, he got a little personal and he was like bringing yeah, up it was you know good the getting you know humanized like we had only seen the bit and so to get behind the man a little bit and like being up on stage like i'm sure he's not getting many of these gigs like i felt for him a little bit and i was like good for you man doing it getting it feeling the spotlight a little bit tonight yeah i was like good good on him you know i was glad for it i was glad for it and uh it, it didn't yeah. bring tons of laughs but i was like this is making me smile so that's what i like there's a sweetness to it and that's like it's a very very awesome show like I, I agree with you joe you said that thing about david liebert now that i'm thinking about it more tim the the, the 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 ohl universe has now created their own characters like this and this live show really brought them to life and i think that patrick finnerty guy is one has become one um you know phil braun obviously has become his whole own thing wise blood she's part of the universe so like it's not a shock to see her there you know what i mean it's not but it's a but it's a pleasant surprise and now curly g like they have this extended universe of people that are like it's not a huge shock to see them and when you you know and they grow on you and you get to hear more about them and it gets more real and um renee you know, where maybe it's, 
yeah, maybe it starts as a maybe it starts as like a gag where they're kind of laughing at it, but over the t- over time they grow to love him and and Curly G, you know, I thought Tucci noted and I, I remember this happening too. He just at one point they asked a question and he just went into full. He just dropped the voice and just started yeah. talking normal. Yeah, <laughs> and it was yeah. just like he's, just, he's like, "How long can you keep going like this? How long you know? How long are you gonna do that?" Um, Sarah Squirm actually did a, a similar move, like where she was doing the voice and then she kind of re- resorted back to a little bit of normalcy. But yeah. overall, I'll say a huge, huge success. Um, really good, really promising for what's coming next. Um, I think they said there's a normal show coming next week. Um, I personally did not listen to any Poundcast this week. I'm sorry. I just have not had time. I will have to put that on hold until next episode where we can discuss things. Um, if any, if either of you guys did listen to the Poundcast and you want to get into a little something, I'll, I'll give you that time to do that because, um, we love the Poundcast and we want to support them. I just have been very busy, but go ahead. I listened to both episodes. Touche. Did you listen to them? Yeah, fully caught up on the Poundcast. I appreciated the the people well, they had this, on. You guys take it away, Poundcast. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tooch. What'd you think of Spot? You started off. Well, um, I, I Blair Saki. I, I just want to talk about Blair real quick. The the guest in the most recent Poundcast. Um, she's amazing. Uh, I she's one of the, she's one of the greats. I think. Uh, I've heard her on. Johnny Pemberton's podcast a few times, uh, Twisting the Wind, and I think Live to Tape is the the new iteration of that. Um, I love Blair a lot. Um, that, that's really pretty much what I wanted to say. It's a great listen um, for Blair, and then the Spod podcast. Um, you know, not too much. I think that was a there was there's a lot of dead air on the Spod pod on the Spod uh, version of the of the Poundcast. Um, I think I should probably go back and watch the video of that one to to get caught up, but. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed them both. You know, I, I don't, I don't want have too much to say about them, but um, both a pretty good listen. I thought the the spot was a good listen, but like like you, I I just I was like trying to jog my memory, like it's already two weeks ago. I'm like, I've listened to too many podcasts, so my brain's a little fried on. Like, there's been a ton of content beyond just the office hours for me these days. So. Fine. Um, I was like, what, what did happen? And there was lots of like little stories in the podcast and I laughed throughout these episodes and the the newest one I listened to the other day and, and that was really good. And, um, you know, jumping into each take of like funny moments, like I, I'd love to do it, but like, it's like that one felt like really loose and. You know they were all over the place, and they even referenced it a few times in the show. And I, I was laughing along with them, and I felt like, you know, there was long like bits about, um, being on drugs and and or like you know taking drugs and the the meditation and just like all the different beats of like being in California and vibing on this and that. Yeah. And like I felt like I was like this is really like what I want, like a good balance between like silliness and comedy and then just like real, you know, friendship and carryover of just like yeah. that. And what, a really good episode as far as like listening to back to like, I like a nice balance. Like when sometimes when they have a guest, it feels like a guest, whereas this one really felt like they were all just there together 
like doing it and i really enjoyed the episode and yeah, I mean they were in studio for the the Blair Saki one. Um, but what you get with Blair as a as a guest on a, on the on a podcast is someone who's just like genuinely easy to engage with. So it really ends up being, and this happened on a lot of Johnny Pemberton's podcasts. You you just kind of get, you know, hour and a half, two hour long conversations about just anything. So there's not a lot of bits. I like a lot of times. Brent and Doug will, will, you know, use uh, some empty space to to go off on a bit. But really, there's just this one is just kind of talking about what Blair's been up to during quarantine and like things that she's been getting into in life as a stand-up comedian and things like that. Really interesting though. Like she, I, I, like I said, she's just a really cool person. Um, I've been following her for a few years. Did um, you listen? And I, yeah, did you I, listen to that Trevor, uh, the the man who passed away recently, the comedian? Do you know about that? I, I didn't. I, I know I didn't listen to it. I, I will. I, will I, I heard about um, that happening. I was like, do I know this guy? Like, and then I went back through and I was like, oh man, I totally missed this whole thing. But I was digging like the comedy and everything. And I was like, oh man, this, this is like this whole thing you, you unearth of just like somebody who was great, somebody who was doing awesome comedy and just died tragically young. And it, it's like, um, yeah, they got a, a, a touch of serious in there. But, you know, the show didn't lag in any capacity. It was just like it had all the touchstones of a great episode. So I, not to bring it down, but it was like that, that was, you know, interesting to have them have to like, like, I wondered if they were going to talk about that because before I listened to the episode, I like checked out her and saw that she was on the show, you know? So, yeah. She she's just Blair's just an A plus guest, so um, she's she's good on, on on any podcast that she's on. Okay, well, <clears throat> I'm excited to listen because I I see that the one episode, I see the one episode they talked about ayahuasca, um, which I'm always down to hear stories of that. I have some friends that have done that, and I just I, I you know, I like the trippy shit. You know, we've all taken yeah, the, I, the acid and had that. I said drugs, but you know, I just wanted so. to you know get through it, but ayahuasca yes and i always like listening to that because mm-hmm. i'm curious because I, I i haven't done uh, done anything like that but uh it, it's it's fun it's fun to hear uh, about um, other people's uh experiences like that i i wish i could go and go more into the poundcast the notes i have are just pretty elementary but uh going yeah, forward no, i think uh, we've, i think we've we've given it the time i'll i'll I, i'll re- i will i'm gonna catch up i just haven't and and once i do we can i don't know you know we, we, the podcast the podcast you know we love it it's we do we did we had a lot to break down this week with the two live episodes so um brent and doug you know we love you boys I, we love you I, i'd love to give finding you more. dirty magazines in the woods uh i see tucci noted that finding dirty magazines in the woods that is a strange thing i don't know what they talked about when it comes to that but i've always just been like well, that is the weirdest thing to know so many people and i definitely like the first the first like disgusting porn i ever saw in my life was a fucking crusty magazine that was found in the woods and it's like there must be creeps in every fucking you know, in the eighties that just went around the woods jerking off to porn and then leaving it in the woods for little boys to find just like creepy shit. Yeah, they they really dug they into that. It, but seeing that as your note too. They really dug into that one on this podcast. Yeah. The, <laughs> they did, yeah. Go go back and do yeah. listen to that because Doug had some good uh points of observation about 
how those pages may or may not be sticky or why they could be sticky like that was a a, a fun thing to you know yeah but i will say before uh before we close it out matt brought it up uh on discord shouting yeah. out wes for the video work and luke for the audio work we don't talk about those guys that much we, we bring up wes's name every every once in a while but it seems like they put in a lot of hours for the live shows so definitely great work by those two guys yeah solid i mean the, the show has its technical bumps and stuff but they they're doing a lot you know what i mean they're doing a fucking live tv show live to air like it's not it's not simple and i know that you know in the old days tim used to have fucking all of absolutely and, and adults you know they had backing for this stuff and this is just the handful of boys getting together and getting it done if you can imagine you know broadcasting something to for thousands of people live every week and, and doing it and making it happen is not a simple task and you know so we appreciate all the hard work that everybody puts into it and they should uh, hire some interns we love the behind the scenes people and get them get them on task yeah. i think they i think they do have some i think they do have them Tim's dissed him a couple. I remember there was a little period where we talked to the interns, and then I feel like they kind of got dusted a little bit. But there will be Doug and Brent there, even there have will a be couple some interns more, that they uh, interns for the live. Doug group. and Brent have a little team. Yeah. Sorry, I've been talking over everybody. Yeah, they'll have to get on some new crew. Yeah, you're. I don't know. You're like a little loose or something today, Joe. You're just like you have like another couple extra words coming out. Like you finish. <laughs> you finish a sentence and then just like pop another four words on after you've finished your thought sometimes <laughs> i don't know a little little loose a little little late a little late on some of these uh like you finish your thought and you're like and i have a couple i more don't words deny to say about that let my you don't deny it <laughs> no denial um well good to talk to you boys it's been fun catching up great job by the guys we look forward to seeing you all next week and if you are interested in microphones, um, go on Amazon.com, type in podcast microphone, and you'll probably see Fafine. If you see that one, stay away because they can fail you. Or no, actually, buy the one that's the cheap one, the one that's not the new edition or whatever. Buy the one with more reviews. That one works great. Me and Joe's mics have been working great. We can hear our own voices. We can hear each other. It's perfect. It doesn't take 20 minutes to set up. You're ready to go right on time. No wasted time. Everything works. Everything's for fine. No wasted time. Um, and uh, you could find out more of, about the our new logo, which you should be able to find on our Twitter feed and on our podcast. Uh, you know, little square. Our new logo. What do you think? I think it's very nice. It's very refreshing to see it in our podcast and apps. It's, it's a beautiful little uh, logo made by our uh, beautiful uh, host here, Mike Tucci. That's a Mike Tucci design. Um, that's what he came up with. He gave us lots of options. I mean, you wouldn't believe the amount of options. Just what, what, a, what a pro, you know. And he's, he's very excited about the things that he likes to make, and he likes making graphics and graphic design. And uh, t-shirts are coming soon. Kind of so and on the other side of the art spectrum, <laughs> t-shirts coming soon. We're gonna make some swag. Yeah, I think we should make some swag. It'd be fun. I, I would definitely rock a some. We like having fun swag. And uh, we'll send some out to the boys. And um, and uh, on the other opposite side of the art spectrum, we have my brother Joe, who does not make graphic design. He makes abstract paintings and sculptures and yeah. 
mixed media and all sorts of artistic projects. I made uh, so you can check out his stuff. And a little playlist art on Instagram, on Spotify. You made something. I made a Spotify playlist for we like having fun, and you could just like go there and hit shuffle and listen. You did, yeah. Hit shuffle. You didn't even. T- you didn't even tell us about it. You didn't tell me what is on it. I don't know. Just every bit of music you need for having fun. You know, so oh. nothing. Nothing okay. everyone loves. So, it, so it's not tied into like, not tied into the. It's tied in. Okay. It's tied oh. in. Is it a public playlist? Can people public. go? Public playlist. Okay. Yeah. It's public, and somebody would find that. How would they go to Joseph Allen Art on Spotify or what is your? Do you have a Spotify name? Yeah, yeah. I found. I found. I found it. There are three thousand songs on. The you found playlist. it. <laughs> yeah, I just hit shuffle and three three thousand songs. Yeah. <laughs> that's a classic Joe playlist. It's like Joe, I, I like some of that new psychedelic music. Can you send me over some? And it's like, yeah, here's seven thousand records. Like, you know, let, let me know what you think. No, th- this Tough this task. one isn't like a straight listen to song for okay, song. Great. It's just like hit shuffle and have fun. You know, dance around like yeah. a party animal. What is the name of the playlist, Tucci? The name of the playlist is "We Like Having Fun" uh, with an exclamation point. Um, yeah, it looks like there's okay. full. We have search full, that, full albums come in up? here. Yeah, if you search that, it's okay. full albums. Yeah, so go up, go for it. Okay, maybe maybe Tucci will maybe Tucci will make a link. Maybe Tucci will make a link in the show notes that he's going to put together because Tucci <laughs> loves putting together show notes. He loves it. He loves putting together show notes that we're going to put in the descriptions of the shows on the podcast app. So when he emails those over to me shortly. Uh, <laughs> I'll put them in the show notes of the episode on your podcast app so that when you're looking at it, there can be some timestamps, maybe um, whatever, just just a little more information than I put into it. So because I'm just putting episode 54 live. Nobody needs to do any, any anything for anything the, the playlist. They can so, just go on Spotify and look, look at it for themselves. Don't even look it up. You know, don't go out of your way. Well. You're not going out of your way. We're not, I don't think anybody's going to go out of their way. If it's in the show notes, it'll just be a link. Uh, you know, that's not that's going out of the way is going into Spotify and typing it in. But you could do that as well. We like having fun. And if you do that, our our podcast will pop up and the playlist will pop up. That'll probably be the only stuff popping up. You type in we like having fun. So go have some fun, everybody. Have a great week. Have fun. And uh, we'll see you soon. We love you. Have a Love ya. Week. Bye bye. Bye.